Hey guys, I know that we have Homie Palooza that just came up. I will have a short little reaction to that. Also up somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, it just happened and I'm like still reeling. I'm still reeling from Hobie Palooza. Oh my gosh. Like I'm shaking. Can you hear me? I feel like I like took off my shirt. I feel like I'm gonna puke. But anyway, this episode is about Got7. I'm finally covering their record and everything like that. So yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. Welcome to Grown Ass Fandom. This is a very special free for everyone episode of Grown Ass Fandom. I like I said, I was gonna do these as much as possible. Also, thank you for over 200 Substack members. If you are not a part of the Substack, you should do it. It's great, it's fun, it's fresh. There's all sorts of great content there. It's only seven dollars a month. So check it out if you love it. And if you want to support me, that would be great. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, so Today we're talking about GOT7 and we're talking about their new out. There's like so much to cover. So I want to talk about their new album. I want to talk about their video. I want to talk about the rollout. I want to talk about GOT7 as a whole. I want to talk about GOT7 as like a model for what kind of like longevity as a K-pop group can look like. You know, one of the reasons why I think so when the whole, when everything was happening with Hybe and BTS, I've talked about this stuff before. I did not get sad at any point. And part of this is because I know burnout when I see it. And I was like, okay, this is a good thing. Partially because also I didn't think that hype was going to fully let them go. But mostly because I am an Agase and we just went through this, right? We just went through something similar in that, not the dilute, like in the sort of we're taking a break, but we're still together type of experience. If you don't know the background about like sort of like what happened to God Seven, God Seven left JYP in early. I want to say it was it early twenty twenty one. I don't know if that's the exact. And it's so awful because I so God Seven is one of my alt groups. I've said this before. My alt groups are BTS, God Seven, Blackpink, and now Twice. I would say okay. So I started getting into them with their last piece album I think it came out December of 2020 November of 2020 and I saw this video of them it was sort of like Idol Weekly or whatever it's a show that's like the black the white background where they get interviewed and I saw them in that and I was just hooked I was in I was obsessed and for those two months, I like literally, I, ha I was like, BTS who? BTS who? I was just so involved and excited for them. And I just was so 
I don't know. Like I've, I've said this a million times before. I think I've gotten as, asked this question many times of like, do I think that, do I think that being a multi-stand helps? Absolutely. I think that being a multi-stand is like one of the best things you can do for yourself <laughs> and for your mental health as being a part of this fandom is to become a multi-stand. So I got into them. I was super into them for two months and then they were gone. And then, you know, they left and then they went off in their own directions. They joined different, they joined different sort of companies and we got different releases. And honestly, it's great. You know, one of the things that's like, I feel like unsustainable about K-pop is like how much we expect and we're taught to expect them to be present within our lives. I think one of the things that K-pop really operates under is sort of like this feeding, this feeding of intimacy, right? Like this valve that you can turn on and off for intimacy without commitment that makes you hooked because you know that when life is crazy and overwhelming, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You can go see a video, go see this and go see that and know that that will always be there for you. And that's sort of what makes fans so aggressive. And it's what makes them so possessive is because of this dynamic. And in order to maintain that type of attention, that type of tension with your audience, you have to be around consistently. I was thinking about this when I was thinking about Stray Kids because, you know, the big question of like, who is like the next leader? And I would say that Stray Kids is probably the more popular fourth, was it fourth, fifth, whatever generation group. And I think that one of the biggest reasons why that group is so popular is because Christopher, <laughs> I call him Christopher, well, that's his name. He comes on every Monday and he talks to them, right? And it's like a regular, consistent, and that is really powerful, right? But again, it's unsustainable and it creates sort of like this chaotic, chaotic connection. You know, when, so for JB recently announced that he has his girlfriend. She's like a baddie. She's like so she's so fucking cool. She does like costume art and everything. And it just like happened and there was just like nothing to it. We we're all like cool. Awesome. I think some people were like, oh man, but I feel like most people were like, oh my God, what a baddie or whatever. And it's because God Seven, first of all, has earned and created and cultivated this kind of like, I would say hybrid like system where we are I feel like as a I'd say I'm encouraged to live my own life and I'm encouraged to take space and drop in with them as opposed to being present and ready for them all the time as like this valve that has to be turned and off on and off right and I think that it's a nice healthy happy model you know it's been fun following them because we get to kind of have all these releases. We had Bam is always releasing music. Jen Young were releasing music. As I've said many, 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 many times, Young Jay's album that he released in 2021 was one of the best albums of that year. Vibin' was the best K-pop song of 2021. I will not be taking questions, comments, or concerns about that anytime. Like, talk to a wall. It was the best release of 2021. It's an excellent song. He makes excellent solo music. And even though we had some like down things, like for example, JB and YG being signed under 
He Who Shall Not Be Named, which, by the way, JB is no longer signed with He Who Shall Not Be Named, which is very good. I feel very free. We just got to get YG out of there, which I don't think he will leave because he's been very successful. He had this great tour. He gets to be a slut openly and honestly and just like (laughs) all that stuff. It's really, really great for him. So I don't know if he'll leave. And so, yeah, let's like, actually, let's do that first. Let's talk about like everybody's career and like their trajectories. And, and like, it's, like I said, it's just fun. Like, it's really fun to engage and experience GOT7 as this entity, as like seven different people who you get to check in on and see their connections with each other and I'll talk about their connections more a little later but it's just like a really cool dynamic so let's kind of go through everybody and kind of talk about like what the last two years have been like for them what I've noticed the branding decisions and all that stuff forgot seven before we even get to the album I want to talk about the album I want to talk about the music video and like I said we've got lots of stuff to talk about okay so I guess let's go in order so YG, like I said, YG is just like living his best slutty 20 something life. I think that his career seems very appropriate for him, like going around, thrusting on stage, screaming, being with the audience, releasing sort of like sexy sort of like music. That feels appropriate for him. I feel like that is a good lane for him. I think that's a good brand for him. I, if I was doing strategy for him, that's what I would do because that's what I feel like he he wants to be sort of like a like an R and B ish kind of like you know the Gen Z sort of superhero type character. And I think he plays it well. He has like this eternal sweetness that makes it less obnoxious. You know what I mean? Because he has like. ASM energy but he just like seems to have like such a sweet spirit so it's not like different so I don't know like I just think that that what his path seems appropriate for me and I just I love that he's kind of like has this like micro career where he kind of goes around Europe and places and just like does like these small intimate fun wild sexy shows feels really appropriate for him right So then we have Bam and Bam is like, it's so interesting because, you know, one of the, one of the things that you think about when these decisions happen and people dissolve and you're like, okay, where's everybody going to go? Cause we knew they were going to stay together, but what's everybody going to do? And Bam is like a superstar, right? I would say that beyond Jackson, I would say him and Jackson are the two people who have been able to leverage being foreigners in Korea to kind of create these like intense huge fan bases in their home countries you know bam bam is very rich because he's the prince of thailand he has all these other deals he has so much other stuff going on his album ribbons his he has an excellent excellent company behind him i forgot the name of them but i'm a huge fan of them i was a huge fan of especially the first campaign that he did right out of when he left ribbon costuming his wardrobe was fantastic i thought the music was really good was really sweet it wasn't what i was expecting because i feel like bam also gives me sort of yg energy but i feel like bam is still kind of highly invested in the idol system i think he's still very much invested in presenting himself as somebody who can be more marketable because he has so much 
going on as far as like he has all these campaigns and things he is notoriously slash famously connected to the golden state warriors he has his deal with the nba like there's a lot there that makes it to where he is obviously him and doing his authentic self but he is trying to kind of like keep it more i would say pg pg-13 but i mean like he's a celebrity he's a star he wouldn't have to get together with got seven ever like that's the thing about got seven too and that's what's going to be interesting to see about bts of like what is going to actually keep them together because technically none of them need to come back like if they they don't ever have to come back as got seven ever again if they don't want to because they are so successful and have i think have done a really good job of developing lanes in their own right right so bam is like a star he does all this shit like it's it's incredible what he's been able to do he's like an empire he has like 10 million followers on twitter he's amazing he's really good at marketing he's really shrewd he understands what his position is and he understands how to kind of pick up some of the idol stuff and what idol stuff to take it to put down in order to remain modern and in order to remain relevant with his audience which i think is really really smart so he's extremely intelligent and smart when it comes to all that okay and then we have young jay and like i said so young jay has like really done a great job of like making himself sort of like very much a i would say a korean celebrity where he has his i think jb also has a, a radio show but young jay like has this amazing radio show he like shows up a lot on like korean tv and of course his music is so good his music is so underrated in my opinion i think he's just excellent at what he does like listen to his music his new song is really great too but yeah i feel like he's carved he has a good path for himself as like a kind of like a, a hometown hero slash celebrity as opposed to like i don't know if he's ever gonna have like the sort of international appeal of like a bam bam because like the other thing about bam is that he speaks english so he can he has thai he has english he has korean so he has like a lot of different avenues and opportunities to open up his world and be kind of like popular in all these places i feel like yonjay just like i said continues to have this cute dog amazing music everything is wonderful with him okay so let's see who's next and then we have jackson right it's like jackson jin young and then i think i'm messing up the order but we're just gonna do jackson next i mean what do i even say <laughs> like i mean jackson is so fucking smart he obviously understood early on in his got seven career that he needed to look out for himself and his own financial interests and so he has really carved a place for himself as just like the super celebrity i think he is and his team is really good about trying to position him not only as an asian celebrity but also a u.s celebrity he was doing that even before got seven sort of had its you know left its company so he's just been continuing to do that be somebody who is very available i think he has gotten more edgier like obviously his videos the orgy videos and almost he says they're not orgies but you know what i mean like really like leaning into sort of like his party boy sort of like fanfic persona opening himself even more he was on good mythical morning he's been on there's like all these like quotables of him where he's just being very like sexy and open and just himself and how it's really working for him 
as a whole or you know Jackson is a, is, is a star right he's a star it's so interesting I would love to like be on his team because there's things that I would do slightly different than he is I feel like he is too active almost and I feel like he needs to like pull back and give people time to like miss him and there's like other stuff but he's great the music is hit or miss with me like I really love blow but there's other songs I don't like I feel like he's still sort of like discovering his sound and there's always all these people around him and I'm like who are these people I feel like Jackson is doing a lot better now because I feel like there was a time like over the last couple of months where he just was not looking well. He was just looking like really sullen and just like kind of sick and like he just like wasn't doing well. And I don't know if it was his hair color or what, but it's like so good that he's doing better now. I feel like he's just doing a lot better. So that's good. But yeah, Jackson is just that bitch he obviously also has a lot of money also doesn't have to do anything with god seven ever again like he's well taken care of but he does jen young i'm just gonna go in a random order i don't think i'm going in order anymore jen young actor hello hello so when i was in korea last year he he's in this judge show and when i was in korea they had a what's it called shit where what is it when you have to oh my god it's at the tip of my tongue a curfew <laughs> a curfew at 10 o'clock and so i had to be back from bars clubs all that stuff by 10 o'clock and what i would do is i would come back home to my airbnb and i would watch his judge show because it would come on at 10 30 and i had no clue what anybody was saying because it didn't have subtitles but i loved it and i love him i think he is so fucking sexy i think he's incredible and i think he's really just focusing on acting right now and music a little bit but mostly acting which i think makes sense because he looks like that and he is like that so yeah Jin Young that bitch he's just like like he was sexy before but he's gotten so much sexier like I was never like obviously I love them all you know I don't believe in biases they're all my biases and again like I feel like God 7 is another group where it's like how do you pick <sighs> how do you pick a favorite but Jin Young like has been like he's been on my neck I feel like Bam too like they're both trying to seduce me you know what I mean a young day too like they're trying to seduce all of us so yes okay so now we have jb and jb is like god <laughs> he's like a model he's a singer he's trying to do it all i feel like he's on the stage right now he was just trying a lot to do a lot of different things he has his baddie girlfriend he is the leader who's been keeping got seven together he seems like he's been very very busy it seems like he's gonna be making his own brand i have not been happy with the output like i think i said i didn't say this about yg but i think the music that was coming out of higher music for from who who he who should not be named it's just not good it's not good like i just i really loved switch it up which is like the first song he did and then everything after that i just was not into it and i just thought it wasn't well produced that's like the thing not to like harp on he who shall not be named jay park and like that company is that i know that they're like a big name in like the k-hip-hop world or whatever but the production is awful like the way that they like produce songs and put these songs together and stuff like that it's just not good so i'm hoping he'll kind of like expand out and work with somebody who has like a better sense of how to better utilize his voice his talents switch it up with excellent and so more like that versus like this other stuff and so i would love to hear why he decided to leave her music i would love to know i, I like to think that it's because we were all like fucking please like 
stay away from that guy like <laughs> like can we please you notice that like apparently you should not be named was not invited to Hobie's party thought that was interesting but yeah not good the songs are not good so I'm hoping for better when he leaves Mark so I feel like Mark's career has been he's releasing music I haven't really been a huge fan of any of the songs from Mark I know he has a lot of controversy apparently he has like a shitty friend who has been doing all sorts of crazy stuff and there's like drama around him I know he was doing like a bunch of modeling stuff apparently you know him and rose which i would love but i feel like mostly mark is just like living his life chilling hanging out here in la smoking playing video games and releasing music when he can i would say that like i do have like some issues with mark's management i think they could be doing a better job utilizing his skills and they could just be doing a little better so i feel like i give his like management a score of four and like i said i think that like compared to some of the others like I think that one of the, I think and JB talked about this stuff too it's like you know a lot of what a company can do and how they can protect you and how they can make things happen and and take care of things is something that is really like valuable I think I talked about this a long time ago one of the first kind of like essays I wrote was about that kid from day six I forget his name e- EJ or whatever and how like he got in this like huge mess and how like if he was in a company that wouldn't have happened and so a lot of the mark stuff wouldn't have happened if he was in a more established company if he wasn't like managing himself i think is he in a company but like yeah like there were things like his music videos coming out late airs all sorts of stuff that just like shouldn't be happening for an artist at mark's level in my opinion so i hope that he gets some better management you know so that's that okay okay so let's watch no 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 i can't sing i'm literally two months late <laughs> this video came out two months ago but we're gonna react to it anyway because uh, god seven deserves that i just hate that this episode is so late please forgive me god seven so if you want to like press play along with me and we can watch together let's do that i haven't watched it in a while so it's like kind of fresh first of all expensive the wardrobing on the members is so good i love it Mm -hmm. Actually, one second. Oops, 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 oops. I'll put the closed caption on English. Okay, we're going to start over. We're going to start over. Okay. Like I said, fits impeccable. Look incredible. message <laughs> I think it's so funny that this song is about sexting <laughs> the way that Bam Bam is styled it's always incredible <laughs> it's such a good song oh 
Young Jay's voice. Oh my gosh. Oh well. Oh well. I think that this video is also such a good application of still kind of like keeping sort of the cuteness and lightness and daydreaminess of K-pop while also introducing more adult elements with like the costuming, the the context of the song and stuff like that. And it's such a good single because like I said, it's such a good bridge because I feel like the album itself is pretty mature. And so I feel like this is a good mid-range. The GOT7 music always snapped, so that was never the issue, was it? Uh, I also love that the dance was like simple enough for people to do... Well, again, I cannot say enough good things about the styling and how they look in this video. Jin Young, please step on my face. Him in these glasses, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. How do you guys feel about JB's haircut like I love the long hair but you guys know I love short hair on men like I love like I feel like every man would be hotter when they cut their hair I just love haircuts but the long hair was such a great era oh well oh well oh well oh well oh well oh my gosh this reminds me oh my gosh Okay, I have to tell you guys, I bought the GOT7 album and my copy got lost and they just refunded me and I haven't gotten around to buying it again. So like that was one of the things I was waiting on because I was going to do my like first unboxing because the literally the only albums I own is I own the last GOT7 album and then I was going to own this one. And so I ordered it from, I forgot who I ordered it from. I like ordered it from a suggested retailer that they gave me because I wanted to like, I wanted it to count. And then it just like never came. And then they just like refunded me. So I need to order it again. So let's look at, and so like, I don't have like the pictures in front of me and stuff, but I'm going to open up Instagram. I've actually been taking a break from Instagram this weekend because I'm actually re-recording this part on Sunday, which, you know, what's happening is Hobie is playing this Sunday. So I'm curious to see. What was I? Oh, I came here to look at GOT7. Look at the pictures. GOT7 is our name. Let me follow on my personal account as well. Got to do that. 1.2 followers. It could be higher. But like I said, you know what I mean? It's so funny because when you like when you stand the people I stand, right? So like I stand Blackpink, BTS twice where they have such like immense, intense popularity. It, you have to like re rearrange your guts to kind of like understand like what is like I said, a more sustainable, exciting, fun way to approach an artist. And I feel like, like I said, like I think that given like they are – they have independent careers. They get together and like if it was like this, right? Every three or four years they get together, put together a nice, clean, fun 
mini album and then go off and do their things. I'd be perfectly happy for that. Like things don't have to last forever. I was actually thinking about this too when I was watching Metallica. So Metallica played at Lollapalooza yesterday and I like really like went down a Metallica rabbit hole because anytime I see anybody or like experience anybody for the first time in a long time I just like will become obsessed like I remember I I always tell this story about like how I like when I watched Saving Private Ryan I became obsessed with wars and <laughs> and like all that stuff when I saw Forrest Gump I was like you know like I get obsessed and so I got obsessed with Metallica and I was like think, looking at their career and how they've managed to be like this incredible tour band for such a long time and I think the big thing is is that you just have to like create sustainably and I think that that's what God 7 is trying to do which I think is important so we're gonna go way back way back and there's so much behind like I can't even talk about all the behind the scenes footage because it's just too much but I guess what I'll say about the the behind the scenes footage as a whole is God 7 like I mean just the fact that they're doing any of this shows that they have like a very unique specific bond one of the things i always talk about for people who want to get into got seven is that if you love watching if like part of like the appeal for k-pop is you just watching people vibe out together and love each other and care for each other then got seven is 100 percent the group for you because they literally like, because one of the things that I think is really interesting about K-pop, right, is that, like, certain relationships are highlighted and there are certain agendas and stuff like that. But there's a lot of efforts to, like, smooth out edges a lot of times or to, like, heighten certain relationships. Like, oh, they, like, kind of hate each other, but not really. Or they da 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 But, like, I think GOT7 is so close that you can sort of tell honestly what the different relationships are to each other and they are like brothers like they have very much a brother relationship where with brothers it's not about like these heightened things it's like you can tell they're not best friends like they're not trying to show us that they're best friends like I think that like Jackson and Jin Young have always been really close they're really good close and like they have like different relationships towards each other and with each other but the dynamic is more like, listen, we are all really different. We all have these really different lives. We have different goals. We have different everything. But the one thing we have in common is GOT7. And so we are going to come together in these moments and make it work. And they have like a really harmonious, clear relationship with each other. And they have like this sort of like just knowing of each other like I, I don't know it's really hard to explain because I feel like everybody will be like no all bands are like that and it's really not like there's just familiarity that feels non-performative within GOT7 that I just really appreciate and I love and it just feels different and when I remember when I was first encountering them I was like oh this is like different and I think that a lot of that is because of JB you know, JB is our boundary king. He's really clear about how he feels like he wants his relationship with his audience to be and how he doesn't want it to be. And I think one of the things that, I mean, Bam Bam is like, you know, it's so funny because like Bam Bam is like, he like wants to feed our delusions and da 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 da. But like nobody pays him attention. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something different about. And if you are into God Seven and if you're into like, say, BTS or Stray Kids or something like that, I would love to hear you reflect on what you feel like the difference is because like in my head I can really sense 
the difference, but it's kind of really hard to explain. All I can, I, I just keep going back to the words like authenticity. Like there's a real authenticity around their relationships, a real brother bond. Like I said, a real, like we're all different, but we accept each other. And this is something that we have in common, which is our love for our fans and all this stuff. Okay. We're going to go back. I really want my album oh my gosh if you haven't watched the choreography practice video watch it those videos are always really great we're going back 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 okay so let's talk about the rollout of the got seven ep and the concept photos and stuff like that so they did go with a very traditional model for releasing it like there was dates and stuff i think what was so fun about the release when it was happening back in may i think was that it was just like concept video concept photos after concept photos after concept photos like it was very like regular all of the concept videos were extremely the concept photos were extremely different had different colors different vibes to it which is really interesting the photos felt very grown up and sophisticated even though like like, like I think k-pop is always so funny because you're just always like what does this even fucking mean what does any of this mean these like aesthetics but i would say that the aesthetics were just really good they just look really grown up they look like men you know what i mean like i think that's like always a challenge as these groups age is how do you make them feel like boy bands without them feeling like boy bands does that make sense okay so i'm looking back at May 15th this sort of like dark jean concepts and like you have Bam Bam in this quilted green sweater and these outfits okay for me the clear like quote unquote winner okay so we're gonna do like who owned each concept how about that that's fun okay okay so first we have this concept photos it's called house packing up like I said I don't understand what anybody's saying Okay, so the house packing up concept. And okay, I'm looking at these now. To me, it's JB. Like JB with the floppy hair looking off to the side is the clear winner here, I would say. Also, like young Jay trying to date me. So those are, those are, I feel like, the highlights from that one. Okay, let's move on to the next one. They all look incredible, though. Okay, so this next one was like an office concept. And I already know. I already know who won this one without me even looking because at the time I had a mental and physical and spiritual breakdown. And it was, it's, it's, it's Jin Young in these glasses. It's, this, it's Jin Young looking like a fucking architect in a porn of my dreams. <sighs> Please please is Jin Young like Jin Young and also Mark question mark in this fucking these glasses incredible he just looks fantastic but those are like the winners here I would say also also Bam Bam looks really hot but those are the winners in that one it's like Mark is such a model I feel like we don't talk about it enough okay now we have this cute concept them palling around Oh, cute, Mark. Let's see. Okay, I really love Jackson in these photo. This photo, him with his glasses, holding a pillow. It's like, can you hold me? I also think like YG was like turning this shoot into like a sexy shoot, and it wasn't a sexy shoot at all. It's meant to be cute, but he's trying to kill people. Oh my gosh, 
Young Jay looks so cute here. But yeah, those are like the standouts. I feel like there was, every, I think every one had their standout. Okay, let's look at. Okay, they also have photos for. No, no, no. Do they have? Oh, here we go. Yeah, the videos. I think that Jackson was and Bam Bam were the best styled in the music video. Let me know what you think. I want my fucking album. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Because let's talk about the album itself. It's a short album. It was produced by them. And let's look at the... I'm going back again. I'm on there. No, no, no. Okay, so we have Truth, Drive Me to the Moon, nah, 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 two, Don't Care About Me, Don't Leave Me Alone. So the album is giving love album, it's giving makeups and breakups, it's giving, the album itself feels kind of personal, and whenever they were talking about it, I was like, damn, who broke YG's heart, who broke everybody's heart? So I guess let me talk about like, I love all the songs. So I've been listening to it again. And first of all, I feel like this album is like a romantic comedy record. Like I feel like this, you know, music that you listen to and you're like, oh my God, this would be so good on a romantic comedy. Like you see it in this scene, in this scene, in this scene, in this scene. That's what I feel like this album represents. I think it's so interesting to hear what decisions they make themselves because you can tell like how they did such a great job of like highlighting each of their voices and their rapping and everything like that so i really love it so for me my favorite song now tell me i really love truth i really love drive me to the moon i really don't i love don't care about me don't leave me alone (laughs) you don't you don't care about me but don't leave me alone like it's people are going through it I don't know no it's also good oh my gosh like I'm literally acting nonsensical okay let's do what I did I think I did this for Hobies is like what song do I go to the most I feel like I listen to truth the most and I feel like I listen to drive me to the moon the most again because I love a romantic comedy song and when I'm writing I write a lot of romantic comedies so I feel like when I'm reaching for something that I want to play and listen to, I reach for the songs that feel like that, that kind of like can invoke a specific romantic comedy mood. You know what I mean? Let's see. Also, I was like listening to Na 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 a lot. I don't know, dudes. I like the whole album. Maybe I don't listen to Don't Care About Me as much. I don't know. You guys tell me what songs do you listen to? But yeah, overall, I think the album is such a great, again, representation of maturity in your themes, sort of like speaking more to specificity of experience as opposed to like overall themes. Like, I think one of the things that you notice a lot in K-pop, and this is like intentional, right? Is that in K-pop, nobody's really super specific. They're thinking about like kind of like a bigger thing because you want as many people as possible to be able to like 
relate to and understand kind of like what you're saying and like what you're talking about. But instead, I feel like these songs feel like they're truly somebody's fucking going through it. Like somebody is really experiencing these things and they're talking about it. And there's like this intimacy to the songs and these experiences that I feel like GOT7 has always kind of had it. But I think that, like I said, having the albums feel closer in a way so they feel like they're a lot more specific and close I don't know maybe I'll pick truth you know because it's so short though what I would do is I just would like listen to the whole thing and like as a unit and like as a whole kind of cohesive I've been talking a lot about so like I wrote an article last week about Beyonce and her album which is incredible if you have not heard it it's fantastic amazing best thing I've ever heard like truly the best like I love that fucking album and one of the things that I talk about is how like you know k-pop is an industry of service right like it's not really you're not supposed to be legitimately surprised you're not supposed to feel you're supposed to feel close but not too close because your fantasy is a big part of like how you're supposed to experience the work right and the difference between that and like art like sort of like even I would say like quote unquote Western artists is that it is very like self-referential in a lot of ways and specific and you are kind of being invited into a very specific vision. I would say that like Bee's album also got closer to this idea of, you know, this album isn't meant for you to kind of like put your fantasies in versus whether it's like, you know, like sad girl fantasies or whatever. This is like a piece of work that I'm trying to make. And I think that the God 7 album also does this where it's not necessarily trying to pander or serve. It's supposed to like speak authentically to their experiences, which I really, really like. So, okay. So one of the last, so the last, so the, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was like homecoming. So homecoming happened such a long time ago. So I don't have like a lot of memories from it actually, but it was like their fan stage. It was so fucking late and I forgot to watch the rewatch which was like in June sometime but oh my god it was like a lot like they played all their bangers but they seemed so tired they were like oh my god and I thought that was like really interesting too seeing kind of like how taking time away like how like like I said how unsustainable it is to perform at that level so much on your body and stuff and now that they're out of it how hard it was JB was like up there fighting for his fucking life he was just like oh my god Mark did great though and I think that at the time YG's voice was messed up and that was because he's been like screaming and twerking and being a whore on stage for a few months before that so made sense it was really fun and emotional to watch them they really really care about their fans and they were just up there for a long time <laughs> and I was like falling asleep like they had this one section where they were just like talking and you know whatever and I was just like oh please sing a song something but it is really interesting too because it's like they were also like I think we're talking too much but it was so fun I watched it with a couple of grown-ass fandom but eventually I did fall asleep but the homecoming was so great I like hope that they 
release it so that I can have it for myself. It was my first GOT7 concert. It was excellent. I hope that there's more in the future. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm sorry I don't have, like I said, a ton to say about it because like I said, it was such a long time ago and it was 3 a.m. and I was falling asleep. I always fall asleep. I fall asleep. Like I try my best to like, stay awake during the BTS concerts, but I also fall asleep. The best thing about being in Korea last year was that like everything was on my time and that was really dope. Okay, so finally, 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 I want to give you some recommendations for songs to listen to if you would like to get into GOT7 and you haven't. First, I will sort of name some of my favorite songs that, let's see, let me pull up my GOT7 playlist. And I think I'm going to play little clips. Okay. So, some of my favorite songs. So, so one of my favorite songs, I think it's my favorite song, is Teenager by GOT7. Let me play a clip of it. Right? It's so good. Let me forward wind to the chorus. Hi. A teenager. Okay. So I don't want to play too much because I don't know like what happens. And then so I'm just going through my list of like most played got seven songs. So this song is Aura. It's from the album Die D Y E. Like, you can never say that GOT7 ever fell off when it comes to bangers. You cannot. (laughs) Okay, I just want to get to this part because it's so good. Make me feel like this. Okay, like Jesus. Okay, and of course, there's Hard Carry, which you've heard. It's like a very popular song, it's like always on Korean TV. You get the point. It's that's just like that. And then just two. Love you. This is JB and YG. Like, if you want, like, sexy music, focus on me. God, there's just so much. Poison is so good. I could be here all day. You calling my name? (sighs) Young, oh my God. When I tell you, God seven puts out Mew, Zach. Okay, like, are you kidding me? And then from the last album they had at JYP. Born ready. 
Are you ready? I'm ready, but I'm ready. Here we go, here we go. Okay, let's do two more. This is Breath by GOT7. This was released literally right at the end. It was so sad. <laughs> okay, oh, I have to play it. So Teenager is my favorite song, but also my favorite song is, let me see, is Last Piece. Ugh, Glass Piece. It's been my top play, it's been in my top played songs end of year Spotify for the last two years. <laughs> You know what? You're the missing last piece. You know what? Okay. Oh, so that's that. That's got seven. That's the album. We didn't even listen to the new album. Let's listen to that a little. Like, truth is so good. You can see, you can hear how, like, the sound, the GOT7 sound is still there. But it's just a little bit more mature, a little bit more sophisticated. They don't care about me. Again, such a great application of their voices. So fucking good. <laughs> Don't care about me. Okay, so that's got seven. <gasps> so this was released. I guess they, they are considered independent artists under Warner Music Korea, which is very exciting. And yeah, I don't know if you guys have any questions about Got7. Let me know. One of the things, okay, something I did on my Instagram, which I will do here, is give you members of, because I feel like, I would say, like, all of the people who listen to me are ARMY for the most part. And so let me give you a member, you know, if you do, if you're a believer in bias culture, if you indulge with that, I'm going to give you a member based off of your bias, right? So I'm going to look at the pictures now. Okay. Let's start with Bam Bam. So I feel like if you like Bam Bam, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. If you like, yeah, let's see. Bam Bam is for people who like, I feel like my answers now are going to be different than the answers I did back when I did this originally. I feel like it's giving Jin, but also Jimin maybe because he's like silly, but like comforting but like fun and that gives me that type of energy maybe hobie but those are my picks okay so jb the jb namjoon pipeline is well documented it's well known also everybody keeps saying that jb looks like sugar so if it's like an aesthetic thing that might be another person but like i think lots of people who are into namjoon are also into jb I feel like Jackson is for all. Jackson is legitimately for all. But if I had to pick, I would say, mm, 
let me come back to him. Okay, Jen Young is for Tay biases. If you like a savage, sexy actor type, a dom, if you will, I could see people who are into Jin Young also being into, I would say, Tay or Namjoon, I would say. For Mark, it's Mark is for the JK biases, I would say. JK, yes, JK biases for sure. YG is for JK biases. I could also see YG people being like Hobie people if they like dancers and stuff like that. Yes. Young J is for Hobie and Sugar biases only. If you like Sugar, if you like Hobie, you will love Young J. Okay, Jackson, again, I think again for all, but also like silliness, openness, mm, girl boss, shit. Mm, I think he's for all. Maybe you tell me who is Jackson for? I feel like maybe Jimin? I don't know. You guys tell me. Okay. That's it. That is it for our. Oh my God. They have playlists on here. Artist playlist. What is on JB's artist playlist? Oh my gosh. Okay. He has a bunch of D'Angelo on here. He has Untitled, How Does It Feel? My Sexual Awakening Song, Lady. Mob Deep, Survival of the Fittest, Music Soul Child, Mac Miller, Nirvana, Her, Daniel Caesar. Okay. Okay, that's a really sexy playlist. Let's see. Let's go look at somebody else's. Okay, let's look at Mark's. Oh my. His playlist is so Mark. He's got Sicko Mode, Lucid Dreams, In My Feelings, Better Now, Beautiful, Lucky You from Eminem, Wake Up in the Sky with Gucci Mane, God, J. Cole, God's Plan, and Love. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Mark is being that guy. And you know what I mean when I say that guy. Let's look at Jackson's. Oh, yeah, it's Rockstar, Post Malone, Psycho, Post Malone, I Get the Bag by Gucci Mane, I Like It by Cardi B, Yosemite, Travis Scott, Offset, Cardi B, Mad City, See You Again, Gold Digger. So, like, he could be that guy, but I feel like the inclusions of Cardi B make him not as much that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, he gets a little pass there. Okay, let's keep going. This is fun. Jin Young. We don't talk anymore, of course. Charlie Puth, the man who can't be moved by the script, of course. He's got his own. He's got Love Yourself, Justin Bieber. When I tell you the hold Justin Bieber has on the K-pop community, he has Fix You by Coldplay, Paradise by Coldplay, Mirrors by Justin Timberlake, Love Never Felt So Good by Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson, My Love, uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm. <laughs> That's a tough, that's a tough playlist, Jin Young. I still love you. Okay, we have Young Jay. When I was your man, Bruno Mars, off to a great start. Sunday morning, Maroon 5. You know what? You can feel these influences in his music. Paris in the Rave, My Love, Sorry by Justin Bieber. Sorry by Justin Bieber is the only song. That is one of my favorite songs, and it just happens to be by Justin Bieber. It's incredible. We have Khaled. Yes. Oh my gosh, Elliot Yamin, one word. What the hell? Eric Benet. Okay, this is a good one. He's got good taste. Good taste. Good taste. Okay, bam. All right by Kyle. Hundred Waters by Chance the Rapper. Billie Eilish. Bellyache. Ocean Eyes. Straight up Ty Dollar Sign. Moo. Doja Cat. <laughs> Roll with us, Doja Cat. Congratulations. 
okay, this is a pretty good. This is a pretty good. Like, he seems kind of cool, you know? Okay, YG. Oh, my gosh, of course. Of course. In my feelings. <laughs> in my feelings, bad and bougie. Oh, my God. No-brainer, DJ Khaled. Ugh, slide, Calvin Harris. No drama, Tanache. Okay. You know, again, it's expected. So who has the best playlist? Absolutely, JB. JB's playlist is giving sexy he's so sexy like this is such a sight let's go back and look at it lady by d'angelo untitled by d'angelo survival by the fittest by mob deep best friend by music soul child come back and forth by mac miller hurt feelings by mac miller come as you are by nirvana could have been by her best part by daniel caesar higher by deep shower and jb that's his song very good total hot guy shit okay Great. Okay, that's it for the God Seven pot. Oh my God. Okay, here it is. The God Seven CD on sale. Maybe I'll just buy it again from Merch Bar. $32. Okay, that's God Seven. Let me know what is your favorite songs on the new album? What are your favorite God Seven songs overall? What are who are your favorite members? What members would you give people who follow other bands? And anything else you would love to talk about when it comes to GOT7? I cannot stop thinking about them or talking about them. They are my favorites. Thank you so much for listening to GOT7. God <laughs> Listen to Grown-Ups Fandom. Uh, give us five-star review on the podcast. Join the Substack if you haven't. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks so much for the support. I'll talk to y'all guys later. Bye.